Welcome, welcome, welcome back, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Speak It Out Loud. I am your host, Goddess Candace the Alicorn. And once again, family, it's my honor and my pleasure to be with you this evening. I hope everyone is doing very, very well in this um, full moon blood lunar eclipse and this Mercury retrograde. <laughs> This Mercury retrograde, I hope everybody is doing well, because I am doing pretty good myself, y'all. So as you can see, Let's Speak It Out Loud does not have the music playing in the background today, Mercury retrograde. It definitely affects electronics and the things you're trying to do and communication and creativity, but that's okay. I just take it with a grain of salt. I said, okay, universe, you don't want me to have music on this podcast tonight. There's something that you want me to say that you want to be heard, whether it's in me, from me, through me, around me, or by me. Yes, universe, I will answer the call. So I am here, y'all. So I hope everybody is doing well. I am doing good, like I said, but you know, it's what it is. If you're one of those spiritual people and as the world is doing the things that it's doing, you're feeling all these different vibrations and you want to talk about it and you need to talk about it because these vibrations, especially with us empaths, can feel everything. Well, you're an empath, you can feel everything, and everything touches you, and you're sensitive. So, you know, it's what it is, y'all. So, I want to thank everybody for tuning in with me today. I hope you roll with me to the end of this podcast. You might get something out of this that might help somebody as you walk alone, and that way your living will not be in vain. (laughs) All right? So... Y'all, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today. I want to thank everyone still who has been donating to the podcast. It has been my honor and my pleasure to go through this experience with you guys, to open myself up to the world, to let you see a little bit of me, because we are all just people. We people, and we want the same thing. Unless you're just one of them people out there, I have to always say, they'll be wanting to start shit. Ain't nobody got time for y'all. Ain't nobody got time for y'all. You know, and that's one of the things that was beautiful about this full moon blood lunar eclipse, y'all. It makes you face your destiny. You know, it was on May 15th through the 16th. It started here in the southeast where I am about, I started seeing it about 11.45. I sat outside in my yard, you know, and we just watched it. We watched the whole alignment, guys. So we're going to talk about some things today. I don't know what I'm going to name this, but y'all will know by the time it drops, okay? That's how Goddess Candace is rolling today in this Mercury retrograde, okay? So I got my singing bowl in here with me, y'all. I am in my booth doing my thing. Look at it. Look at it. Y'all, it is like that today. There we go. I want to send peace Blessings, love, and harmony to each and every single person and my soul tribe who finds this podcast and it touches their heart, their spirit, their body, their soul, and interdimensionally. And you are worthy of receiving and you know that you are blessed through all the hard times, the tough times, the rough times. You still get up and do your best. I'm talking to you, my soul tribe, 
Okay, so stick with me. All right, y'all. So, <clears throat> like I said, that's what I want to talk about. The spirituality of it all. That full moon to just watch the greatness of what the universe does. So, let me, let's break this down, okay? Like I said, the full moon blood lunar eclipse or the full moon flower blood lunar eclipse as they call it. It's the longest blood moon lunar eclipse until 2029. You know, and the effects of it will make you face your destiny. So let me explain. The lunar eclipse occurs when the moon moves into the earth's shadow. It can only occur when the sun, earth, and the moon are exactly aligned <laughs> with the earth between the other two of them. Okay? You hear me? So the lunar eclipse, it occurs when the moon moves into the earth's shadow. It can only occur when the sun, the earth, and the moon are exactly aligned with earth between the other two. So the earth is in between the sun and the moon, and they are all in alignment. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Okay? All right? <clears throat> Got to clear that energy. Communications. The retrograde Mercury rules communications. So I, I'm going to get this message out, and I'm thankful for it. So, when you understand the alignment, guys, that I was putting you on and preparing you for this event that was coming on a vibrational scale, that's why I say when you speak in vibrations, the conversation is different. That's what it says on my website. And this is one of the examples of what I mean. This vibration of alignment, that's why I was bringing you on the journey of the chakras. If you knew, if you didn't know, if you needed to remind yourself, if you forgot, if you wanted to get back into it, if you needed some direction, if you wanted to do it by yourself and mind your business, Goddess Candace gave it to you so you can self-build self. Because self. it starts with no one else but self. So that was the reason I was bringing you towards your chakras, and didn't even know it. I'm sitting here like, y'all like, ooh, God, is Candace deep. She was like predicting I was fucking not. I was not. But I'm following the universe, you know. <clears throat> I'm following the sun. Oh, my God, y'all know what? And I got, I love India Ari. And when she says that, I'm gonna follow the sun. Oh, I'm gonna follow the rainbow. What? I'm gonna follow the sun. I'm following the sun. I'm following the vibrations. I'm paying attention to all entities around me. And with this eclipse happening at this time, it brings destined endings in your life. It brings revelations and breakthroughs and breakdowns. It brings major life changes. You know, the lunar eclipse is going to activate your sector of communications, which is Mercury. Your intellect and your ideas. Many Virgos will be, you know, 
they doing significant writing, speaking, or advertising. You know? Just initiative at this time. While other people be focused on, you know, locking down contracts and major endeavors. It's clear that you have some important thoughts you need to broadcast. Um, and the world will be listening. You understand? So... I mean, it's clear that you have important thoughts that you need to broadcast and the world will be listening. This lunation could instead propel you to step out, step out of town and travel. Visiting nearby destinations or deciding it's time to link up with, with different energies. You know, it's time to step out of your comfort zone and expose yourself to the world. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're building, bring yourself forward. You know, this lunar eclipse of 2022, it'll make you go through some major life changes. Expect that. <laughs> With all that being said, you know, eclipses, they're often the sign of uh or an indicator of moments in your life speeding you towards your ultimate destiny. A lunar eclipse tends to be much more powerful, y'all. When that lunar eclipse comes together in alignment, and you're in alignment, it's definitely a connection there. And it's a much more powerful experience. That's because, you know, it activates the lunar nodes. These include the north node, which guides you towards your, you know, inevitable fate. And the south node. The south node breaks you away from whatever's no longer meant for you no more. And when that total eclipse is in Scorpio and it rose last night, it was about 12:14 when it rose up in Scorpio. You might have found yourself kind of feeling forced to let go of something that's been weighing you down. And if you happen to just have your sun, moon, or rising sign in Taurus, Leo, or Scorpio, or even Aquarius, then get ready. Because this blood moon will be one of the most significant moments in your life for the entire year, y'all. Why? Because the lunar eclipse joined forces with the south node in Scorpio. It was a much more chaotic experience from the solar eclipse in Taurus, which happened on April 30th. You see, the forces are stronger, much stronger. See... Where am I watered, y'all? Hold on. Mm-mm-mm. This retrograde, y'all, trying to dry my mouth out. See, excuse me. It's all good, family. In astrology, y'all, the south node represents the past, okay? It reveals the truth about everything you've already learned and experienced. Everything. All the truths about it, everything you've experienced, showing you what you're ready to leave behind in favor of something new. You got to let something go to bring something new in better. 
You know, you might be realizing that some of your habits and some of your relationships and some of our mindsets that we cling to and uh, we've been holding on to for so long, don't even know why. They don't even have a place no more in our future. <laughs> and let me tell y'all something. When this blood red moon last night, this lunar eclipse, when it spread that red hot light through that night sky, <laughs> I mean, you just might have find yourself. I was I was moon gazing and it felt so good. I was releasing. You might have find yourself saying, "Man, goodbye to something, people, places, things, circumstances, feelings that you've definitely recognized that you've outgrown." If you went through those feelings last night, that was because of that moon. This is the last eclipse, you know, that we're going to experience about October. By October 2022, y'all can look that up to see the exact dates. Hmm. You know, like I said, our first eclipse, you know, in this series was a solar eclipse in Taurus that took place on April 30th. You know, it launched a new beginning. It was centered on stability, patience. Long-term growth. You know, people was coming out of that pandemic. And, and when people were working through that pandemic, that whole mindset changed. And we're still like April all up through here as these eclipses are coming. These are vibrations that are, are directing vibrations, that direct vibrations that come into our lives. And we draw the vibrations in depending on which vibrations we are calling upon. So you must be aware of the vibration that you are calling upon at all given times because you create your miracle, not nobody else. Hmm. Oh, thank you, Mosai. You create that and you release those circumstances and you don't apologize for that. You release something. You know, on, on, it's all about growth. And now that the blood moon, you know, is blossoming Scorpio, the sign opposite of Taurus, you're reaching the end of a chapter in your life. So embrace whatever the universe is bringing you next, y'all. Even if the changes feel unexpected and a little bit uncomfortable, trust that the universe has the best interest at heart, okay? If anything feels uncertain right now, know that things will make sense in due time. Just know that. Know that things will make sense in due time if you keep paying attention to your vibrations. Keep paying attention to the things that are around you, not the distractions that's on TV, the universe is speaking, y'all, for those who can hear. Now, I ain't telling you what to do or how to do nothing. I'm just telling y'all what I see because I'm speaking it out loud and maybe somebody else out there thinks the way I do. I don't know. However, you know, again, in astrology, Eclipses are extra potent moon cycles that have the power to alter the course of our lives. As an eclipse forms an alignment with the north node and south node, it creates shifts in the celestial environment, y'all. 
that corresponds with fated events that are taking place here on earth. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Moon cycles have the power to alter the courses of our lives. We're all connected, y'all. These are powers that the creator gave us to use. Huh. Because we're connected. The moon is our ancestor as well. The sun is our ancestor as well. <laughs> Mother Earth, oh my gosh, she supports us and we just destroyed the fuck out of her. I'm so sorry, Mother Earth. Um, My other girl, Rochelle Farrell. Gaia, I adore you. Give us one more chance. <laughs> I love Rochelle Farrell. Gaia. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all. This is raw and real. Goddess Candace. Uh, let's speak it out loud. <laughs> Don't ever get it twisted. I, I understand and I'm aware of things that are going on around me. And I'm here to enlighten those who want to hear. Maybe I might say something that somebody else was thinking or thought about or mm, that's the key. I'm just a vessel. Just just the way I think. I don't know. I've always been this way. Nerve for life. <laughs> you know. Now let's talk about the North Node. It guides you to and towards your ultimate destiny, y'all. While the South Node encourages you to break away from what you've outgrown. Essentially meaning that an eclipse can bring you closer to what's already meant to be yours. Know that. This lunar eclipse, y'all, that just happened to Scorpio is bringing you an energy that is, I mean, it's powerful. It's penetrative. It's raw. It's extremely transformative. Y'all, I'm telling you, this eclipse is like revealing the ties and, and releasing the ties and attachments to your, you know... It's just revealing so much of your inner life that is just holding you back from reaching the peak of your potential. And since this lunar eclipse formed a conjunction with the south node, y'all, you're going to find yourself letting go of something that's holding you back from success. Set clear intentions. I did. And also, y'all heard me. We're going to talk about this Mercury retrograde. Retrograde, see, there we go. <laughs> Can't leave that unsaid. You know, the retrograde started on May 10th, y'all, and it's going to be here till June 3rd. You know, it began in Gemini season. Now, Mercury is the ruling planet of Virgo and uh, Gemini, who? The planet of communication, information, you know, travel, writing, listening, teaching, learning. That's who Virgos are. Most of y'all know that. Most of y'all who know us know we are relatively intelligent beings. Not tooting my horn, just speaking it out loud. How about that? <laughs> but, you know, with this Mercury retrograde, y'all, oh, my goodness, as y'all can see, let's talk about Mercury. Like I said, it rules both Virgo and Gemini. I am a Virgo. So Mercury retrograde always makes me pay attention because things happen. You know, Mercury is a celestial anomaly, 
a singular, disruptive, like tricky little character in both mythical and astrological, excuse me, interpretation. Look, see. And what you do, let me say this first. What you do in Mercury retrograde, you slow down. Because retrograde makes things go in reverse. So it's not actually reverse, and I'll explain that in a minute. It just slow down. When the metro, when see the metrograde. <laughs> okay, y'all. So here we go. The retrograde. And the thing about it is, I love this, y'all. I love us having this one-on-one. Where you can see that I'm just me. You know, I'm a sister out here doing my thing. Trying to uplift with some positivity, some love, and some light. And give some inspiration. And get paid. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to do. I ain't trying to hurt nobody. If I got to speak positivity to the world. To shine, then that's what I'm going to do. Okay? But I'm going to tell you the truth, too. Now, don't, don't get it twisted. I'm still from Flint. I'm from Flint, Michigan. What's up, Flint? I love y'all. It's who I be. <laughs> but y'all, all right, see, that's what you do with the Mercury retrograde. You get off and come on back. And like I say, Mercury is a celestial anomaly and a singularly disruptive, tricky character. And both mystical and astrological interpretation. You see, <laughs> you know, in our natal charts, it embodies the ways that we think. If you have Mercury in your natal chart, it embodies the way that you think, the way you speak and write, as well as, as the ways we use to cunningly bend the truth and the sidestep responsibilities. That's Mercury. You know, every time we pick up a pen, state our case, or let's speak it out loud, or communicate, we are in the grips of Mercury. I am in the grips of Mercury right now, because I'm a student of Mercury communication. You know, unlike other planets, Mercury, you know, isn't considered feminine or masculine. Instead, Mercury shapeshifts into the relationship to the planet with its closest contact to. See, Mercury and Virgo are mutable signs, which means we can get along with anybody. Boy, that don't mean we're going to hang out with everybody. <laughs> you know, we can get along with anybody on the planet, but we ain't about to hang out with everybody. <laughs> and just understand that, y'all. If y'all can understand that about us Virgos, I'm here to represent a Virgo. We get such a bad rap. It's not us. It's just what is, y'all. And we don't mean you no harm. We don't. And y'all be hating because most of us are beautiful inside and out. Some of us, you know, we got some ways to go because we know how unevolved Virgo can be. We'll get a bitch, you know, but as we... And mind and focus, we don't want no problems. We just want to be left alone, you know? Because <laughs> we're the creative type, you know? We're the creative type. As people have told me, she's an intellectual. <laughs> it's what it is, y'all. You know, but yeah, Mercury, it, it shapeshifts. 
it shapes it shape shifts. It's a mutable sign. So it can, like I say, it can get along. It balances with everybody. You know, Mercury is the ruler, once again, of Virgo and Gemini. It's the strongest or said to be the exalted of the two between Virgo and Gemini. The strongest part of it is Virgo. I can believe that because Virgos, we are very, a matter of fact. You know, although retrograde, that word, it comes from this Latin meaning to go, go backward. You know, it's important to know that no planets, they, they don't move backwards, okay? Just, that's just how they play on words. They only appear to do so. When planets are in retrograde, you know, they appear to stand still. Then they visually retract backwards. They look like they're standing still, so your eyes make them look like they're not rotating, spinning backwards, okay? If you slow down, it's, it's like a slowdown of energies, if you look at it. That's what the retrograde does. It slows everything down. It makes traffic longer. It makes somebody stand in line longer. It just, it just, retrograde makes your ATM card get stuck. It makes, I didn't, I, I run out of gas, this and that. It makes everything longer. Something, uh, electronics. You know, during Mercury retrograde, things do not go as planned. Technology, travel. Technology can be chaotic. I've seen it. Working for a telecommunications company, it always happens. And you see it on massive scale there. The whole system, boom. You know? You know, most of the obvious effects of the Mercury retrograde happen externally. You know, on the outside of self. <clears throat> the most important work manifests when you're able to undertake deep internal self-analysis. That's the most important work that you can do during the retrograde of any kind. Manifest when we're able to take Deep internal self-analysis. No matter how disruptive the Mercury retrograde may be at times, it offers us the ability to gain greater objectivity, you know, in certain areas of our lives. That Mercury retrograde slows you down to the fact that it makes you think because Mercury rules thinking. Virgos are thinkers. You know, it becomes an opportunity to reapproach you know, an important aspect of our lives with a renewed vision and with a renewed clarity, you know? That Mercury retrograde, <laughs> it, it slows us down. So as like Mercury, Venus, and Jupiter, and the sun move from like all the fixed signs, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, into the mutable signs, like I told you, Virgo, Gemini, Sag, and Pisces. These are all the mutable signs. When everything begins to move, like I said, Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, and the Sun all move to the middle of the month. It'll go to the mutable signs. And so it's the mutable signs, the Virgo, the Gemini, the Sagittarius, and Pisces. 
Guys, we're going to be receiving the most powerful energies and the brunt of the lunar eclipse. As well as the Mer Mercury retrograde. See there? <laughs> it's going to make us much more sensitive um, to everything for the rest of the upcoming weeks and maybe even the next few months. We're going to be sensitive to energies. Y'all hear me now? I'm telling you, Virgo, Gemini, Sag, Pisces. We're going to be real, real sensitive to energies in the next couple of weeks and the next couple of months. People, places, things, energy, sensitive to energies, y'all. And like I said, you know most of us are empaths. You could feel that energy, that inner voice. You can feel it. So, like I said, we it's it, to me it's like we're getting a double dose from the full moon, which is getting rid of shit that no longer serves you, then the Mercury retrograde, if you're Virgo, Gemini, Sag, Pisces, you know, we're going to be receiving the most powers and we're going to be the most sensitive. And you know what, Virgo? I can only speak on us. I don't know nobody else. We so damn sensitive. We'll cry like a motherfucker. That shit make me mad. You know? Because our heart is so big. But also, that's why we matter of fact, because people try to take advantage of our big heart. And we have to learn that as we get older. And that's about learning your worth and knowing that you are worthy and you can set boundaries and you can say, hell no. <laughs> Y'all better talk about it. <laughs> yes. Sensitive to energies. You know, that mutable sign, guys, we are known for our adaptability to change. We can adapt to anything. This month, we need to keep our knees bent more, more than ever, and allow for some changing. Allow for some changing winds to breeze through our life, y'all. Just go ahead, check in the self, do your meditation. Keep minding our business during this retrograde, right after this <laughs> alignment, y'all, that just happened in the sky. I, it was beautiful. If you didn't see it, you missed it, but you need to look it up online. I watched it with my own four eyes. Then my two eyes, then I put my glasses back on for four eyes. All right? Let me tell y'all something. And the wind last night, y'all, during that full blood moon was amazing. It felt so good. It felt so, 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 so good. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. All right, y'all. Let's clear this space. <sighs> Had to let that out, y'all. That's that retrograde. So listen, I want to thank each and every person who joined me this evening for Let's Speak It Out Loud. I appreciate each and every one of you, Soul Tribe family. I love you so very, very, very much. It has been my honor and my pleasure once again to come to you. And let's talk about it, be about it, give you my opinion, and... <laughs> Just trip out a little bit and let you into my world. <laughs>
So guys, I hope that I said something that touched you. I hope I said something that uplifted you. I hope I did something that made you smile. I hope you thought something when you were listening to my voice that put peace in your heart. I hope you know you are worthy. I hope you know you are beautiful. I hope you know you are worth it. I hope you know that it is okay to set boundaries in your life. It doesn't mean that you are being mean to other people. It means that you are doing self-care and you love yourself. You love the self that the universe gave you control and dominion over to rise up above. When you signed your soul contract to come here, guys, I love you so much. I want to thank you once again for joining Let's Speak It Out Loud. If you'd like to donate to the podcast, my information is down below. And I want to tell you, I love you once again. And you have a wonderful, wonderful night, family. Peace.